love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. Says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Right over there, his name is Drew. I promise you, I really tried. My, my full intention was to watch the entire CMA broadcast last night, but I kept getting distracted. I couldn't get to the whole thing. Oh, did you fall asleep? No, I just kept <laughs> wandering off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know how it is. I mean, award shows are hard for me. Yeah. Well, you just don't like country music, Drew. No, it's just I don't like award shows. Award yeah. shows are, are like, uh, they're my kryptonite. Yeah. Oh, but you know, we're going to be talking about the award show today. We well, have I'm so much catch to talk up. about. You guys are going to explain to me what I missed. Okay. All right. Right over there is Claire. I love Dolly Parton so much. Yeah. I can't even put it into words. And I'm so happy that for one night last night, the rest of the world came along for the ride. So you're saying you enjoyed the new, did you like the new club song from Dolly? It's fine. I don't care. I loved it. I love, yeah, the that's more all. important thing is that she's having a moment and, and the years of what she looks like. Okay. We still talk about what she looks like, but what she's contributed to country music. I'm so Brilliant songwriter. thankful that everybody's finally on board. Yes. The Dolly Wagon. The Dolly Wagon. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Ryder the Young? And what are you typing over there? Are you bored already? No, no, no. <laughs> what are you typing over there? I about the award show because I may or may not have fallen asleep yesterday. God. <laughs> Anybody watch the award show? Is there anyone listening who wants to be my CMA correspondent right now? <laughs> Besides Claire and I. Obviously, Claire, I think you and I should just go in the other room and talk about it. We should. Just us girls. Except that <laughs> we can sing songs and try on outfits. Oh. Put on our little robes. Yeah. Yeah. What the flowers you got home. That's my boy. Crystal Gale. Yeah, Tandy Tucker. Oh, sorry. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Tandy Tucker, Crystal Gale, same thing. Yeah. Oh, my. It was good oh. to see Crystal Gale, though. It happens live. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Yes, thank you so much. I am here, along with Drew, Claire, Ryder, the youngin, uh, standing by, reporting the news that did not make the news. I'm going to take you out of our friendly skies right above Turkey. Oh, friendly. Those are friendly. Well, no, I don't know if it's really friendly right now, you know. Mm, probably not. When we were over there, we were regulating. Right. You know, but now things are different. Mm-hmm. As I take you out of Turkey, no balls. Oh, okay. oh no. It was a very strange day on the links for Eddie Pepperell. He was disqualified from the Turkish Airlines Open for a, uh, well, uh, for an unheard of reason. He he just plain ran out of golf balls. Whoa! Oh. Yeah, he so he could have been doing that well because yeah. that means he's plunking them in the water. He's plunking yeah, going them out of bounds. Right? Yeah. 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 Back when I was a kid, I used to actually. We were just talking about this. I used to uh, work at a golf course, and we would go like to the the tank. Where everybody would hit their balls into, yeah. you know, the, the the water traps. Yeah. Just, man, collect unbelievable golf balls. Yep. And then we'd go hit them and lose them. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was on the par five hole when he sank all of his balls into the water. And uh, apparently there was a quote from his buddy that said, Eddie hits his shots to the green, then came over to tell us he'd run out of balls. He did not ask if he could borrow one from me or George. 
It did not look like he wanted to play. He did not putt with his putter on the third hole. He putted with a wedge, so there was a whole lot happening. I have never seen anything like that before. I only watched that in the movie Tin Cup. This is the first time I've seen it live. So, if you remember the movie Tin Cup with Kevin Costner. Right. Remember when he just keeps on hitting and hitting and hitting. And every time he does it, it adds another, like, you know, I believe the whole, uh, the rules in golf, in the water, in one, out two, and you are hitting three. Mm-hmm. See, right, um, and so he just he just lost it all for himself. What is going on yeah. with this? A lot of people don't realize that though. When you when what? a golfer goes out, he only gets to use what's in his bag. But now it sounds the story it changed. Up, it was hey, this guy got disqualified. Now it sounds like guess, the guy's having a total breakdown. He's just going nuts. Kind of sounds like he wants. That's kind of what happened. I think yeah. he's yeah, he's kind of losing it a little bit, right? Oh. Golf yeah. will do that to you. Golf is that frustrating. Oh yeah, to me. That's We're why just I try not done. To play. That's why you gotta you, you gotta kick back, have some cold beer, mm-hmm. bring a cold beer. Man, you're good with golf. You're actually quite happy sucking. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. You don't really care at that point. Right, page two. What, what are you kidding, kidding me? me? Out of Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. This is titled, Shell You Later. Of course it is. 33-year-old Alan Wheelock has been sentenced to 160 days of home confinement, ordered to pay a $9,000 fine for trafficking an endangered Galapagos tortoise. Oh, you oh, can't my do goodness. that? Well, no, he no, did that's it, bad. Play. He pleaded guilty to violations of the Endangered Species Act. Prosecutors say a canine officer with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission alerted to a parcel being shipped to Wheelock in Las Vegas that contained a juvenile Galapagos tortoise. I don't know. I don't understand those people who, you know. Why do they? What's the thrill of having weird pets? What's it do for people? I don't know. There's, there's two reasons people do things. Number one, for money, and number two, to get women. Oh. And, and I don't think and he was that, clearly the latter category yeah. because chicks dig Galapagos tortoises. Chicks yeah. stick oh, yeah. stolen endangered well, wildlife. Yeah. One time I got slapped doing that. I walked up to this girl and I said, "Hey, you want to come into my house and take a look at my tortoise?" <laughs> Exactly. I feel like this is kind of like a case of, you know, like how people color their hair to stand out a little bit? Yeah. 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 Well, this is the extreme side of it. All right. Well, there you go, folks. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Fitz Happens Live. This is the Fitz Show. Fitz Happens Live. Let it fall like rain from my eyes. Tonight I want to cry. I just kind of want to know, when is the last time you uh, you cried? The average man has cried in public 14 times in his adult life. I found that out yesterday. What's interesting is their fathers cried an average of five times in their lives. So our dads cried a lot less than apparently we are crying right now. I'll be honest. You know what? The last time I cried, I was watching a film. Really? That was what got you to cry? Are we supposed that to know? Correct. Are we Dang. supposed to guess what film it was? I, I figured you'd ask me, but it was the trailer just... for Frozen Two. Pretty close. Here. Very pretty. <laughs> Actually, I got I teared up say during Frozen that. One, the well, actual yeah. movie Frozen. <laughs> right. I got teared up during Frozen. What did no, you cry? it was it was the Greatest Showman with uh with uh, oh. Hugh Jackman. Oh. That makes sense. Oh. That makes yeah, that's sense. right up your alley. Yeah, yeah. I hear, I hear that. Bald like a baby several times. Yeah. yeah. When's the last time you cried, Drew? I know that you you get misty eyed off and you don't like. Whenever Drew walks off is when he cries. He likes to cry alone. Yeah, that's not the case. But I will. T- I, I have no Hear problem that? admitting when I cried, which is when I had to put my poor dog Cinder oh, down. Oh, sweet oh, little Cinder I, down. I know, but that's every. We're talking I about like, like a baby, like crying openly in public. sobbing. 
I know, but everybody was cries during that I, stuff. I was at the vet clinic. It was. Yeah. I, I didn't care who but saw. What it. else made you cry? I mean, of course, everybody. You, Look, you, any any no man can say that he watches the movie Rudy and doesn't cry at the end. Yeah, Rudy's that, a, that's good a good one. one. Rudy's a good one. We're gonna go inside, outside, inside, outside. That kind that's of a tears good one. of joy. Mm-hmm. Same with Hoosiers. You know, I haven't seen and, Hoosiers in so long. Oh, I can't it's so really good. To that. The Natural. Yeah, Claire. When's the last time you cried? Other whenever they asked uh, asked you if you'd like yeah. to do the show with us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a woman. I cry every day about something. Uh, the last time I like uh, something that I watched made me cry was uh, the Ken Burns uh, country music documentary. Yeah. Uh, the part about Hank Williams when Hank Williams died, I cried. Just this. I mean, I knew he. Would, I, spoiler alert! I knew it was coming. Hank Williams yeah, died. Cried <laughs> but, um, the day Hank died. The story. The the hour preceding leading up to his death and mm. the way they did it and the way the camera fades out uh, was really. Really, just I sobbed, but Pretty I was emotional. by myself. My last public cry was in a dog park uh, a couple of months ago when my dog got attacked by these little yappy dogs. Oh no! And it was horrible, and I got bit, and my dog got bit, and yeah. when it was all over and the shock wore off, I just sat down in the middle of this field and I sobbed. I held my dog and I just sobbed like a child. And people were looking at me, and I'm like, "What are you looking at?" Oh my god! <laughs> Hey, we'd love for you to sign off on our Facebook page. Ryder, I know the last time you cried, you were playing Red Dead Redemption, the video game. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's sad when Arthur dies. Why are you giving me... <laughs> and it happens every it. day. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm a millennial. I cry every day. <laughs> You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. All right, let's get to it, you guys. Uh, I need each and every one of you to please clean your microwave regularly, even after every use. If you don't, I mean, the spills and the crumbs, they're going to continue to pile up. The the amount of bacteria and just nasty, nasty germs. I mean, germs love warm, moist places. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Well, but wait a minute. Aren't, aren't microwaves sort of self-cleaning? Uh, because no. can the bacteria survive in the microwave environment? No, Aren't you, you can't. cooking them off every time no. you use it? No, you're not cooking them off. You're melting them, and that—I mean—it doesn't evaporate in there. No, but you, it turns you, into a liquid. It's always in there. But you kill the active part of it. No, it's—it's it's not like a grill, Drew. I know what you're thinking. I mean, I see where you're going with it. Microwave radiation. No, I Drew, it's not in there. Why can the bacteria? Drew, survive it's in recommended there? that you wipe down the appliance at least once a week. What about the splatters? There's like gooey, gross stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. well, that's just what looks gross. I am worried about your microwave. I'm so worried about your microwave. My, my microwave is very clean, but it's not because well, I clean it. Let me tell you what. <laughs> I'm worried about my microwave. <laughs> you need to oh, yeah. be careful, Drew. You don't have a gallbladder anymore. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. yeah, your gallbladder blew up. Maybe we know why now. Probably from microwave. microwave. <laughs> yeah, all that. Okay. Hey, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. This is such a bizarre story. It feels like a movie, but it is real life. Uh, a Chinese billionaire, actually a Chinese billionaire's son, a guy by the name of Wang Sikong. Everybody uh, Wang Chung tonight. Yes. Well, he was court ordered. He was actually banned by a court in China from doing the following. Traveling first class, buying property, staying in luxury hotels, going on vacation, playing golf, or visiting nightclubs. A court order bans him from doing these things. The reason is he's run up a big tab. He started a little company and it hasn't been performing. So he owes uh, the, the equivalent of like $21 million in debt. So the court ordered him to not do expensive, frivolous things until he pays his debts. 
I know we couldn't get away with that in this country, but this feels like a movie. This is like a, I don't know, maybe oh, a Tyler yeah. Perry movie, like a wacky judge <laughs> sentences someone to... It's like the Seinfeld episode. He's going to get sentenced to be someone's butler. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he used to be like a millionaire or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's a billionaire. Yeah. Son. Wow. Oh my All gosh. right. Hey, Claire, what about you? Choose your news. So earlier this week, as we celebrated or commemorated, rather, Veterans Day here in America, they, of course, commemorated in Britain as well. They call it Remembrance Day. They actually held it on Sunday. And as with us, their tradition is to wear a poppy, which has you know been something that's, that's commemorated Veterans Day since the early 1920s. Well, avid royal watchers like myself, who enjoyed watching the entire royal family get up together and do the whole Remembrance Day thing, noticed that Prince Harry wasn't wearing one. Here's the thing. He was wearing one. It's just that he had to have his pinned under his cap band. That is because he is a Royal Marine. The Royal Marines follow the rules of the Royal Navy, and for them, you cannot have anything on the uniform proper. Yeah. It has to be yeah. tucked into the hat. Not only that, he, he's, a, uh, he's a helicopter pilot. He, he knows sure how to is. fly the big boys. He does fly the yeah, big boys. He and served. His, That's and his amazing. brother, Prince William, also yeah. flies choppers. He was a rescue pilot. They did their part. They slept in the same quarters and, and little tents yep. as, as uh, all the other you know men in the uh, mm-hmm. service Absolutely. over there. Absolutely. Total respect. Wow. Right of the young and what is up over there? Choose your news. Why not? I threw you guys uh, through a loop yesterday when I talked about Greedo and Han Solo. So I'm going to change it up a little bit, but stick with me. So a long time ago, Eminem dealt with uh, some, Eminem, the rapper, dealt with some problems with drug abuse, right? Oh, uh, uh-huh. Well, a new memoir just came out, and you are not going to believe the person who helped him through it all. Was it, Doc, was it Dr. Dre? No, it wasn't Dr. Dre. Oh, it was okay. not Han Solo. Was it Dr. Drew? No, huh. it was Sir Elton John. Oh. Get out! Sir Elton John was Eminem's sponsor when he was going through the whole part of like not being in the public eye, not rapping, not touring. Elton John was helping him through his drug addiction and his alcohol abuse because he had been through it all. Elton John's cool. Is that hang not on, insane? Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. What's up, P1s? What is up? Good for you to be here. I'm so glad to be here for you. I've mm-hmm. always been known in the past, like people have always, you know, said, well, when we get Fitz prizes, he he, he gives them all away. Right. <laughs> and I don't think it's intentional. You're a talker. You like to talk. Yeah. And that makes you a right. potential leak. Right. Well, I'm a talker and a giver. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I don't think you would give something that wasn't yours to give. You just might ac- accidentally say the you word. You might accidentally leak. Yeah. Right. There's definitely like, some leakage going on. Hey, don't leak, I can tell you that right now. Bro, don't leak. About the, every, yeah, time I, every, every time I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's a different issue. We need to speak with a physician. Oh, come on, I ain't no but issue. But you haven't had children. <laughs> you trying to tell me a man's bladder can't fall out? <laughs> Look, I've been, oh I've been watching commercials on TV, yeah. and they've got some really nice yeah, crazy control stuff. garments now that Whoa. can um, take that, and they look just as nice as regular underwear. It's so bizarre that you said that, because for some reason, you guys... Whether it's my family, my wife and her mother and her aunt or my mom and and uh, whatever relatives, for some reason, around the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, everybody wants to talk about their bladders falling out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! It is Happy great Wednesday, Thanksgiving table everybody. conversation. I am not kidding. To the point, I I'm, I think I even might know the name of the medical condition. It's a perforated bladder. No, it's not perforated. What's perforated mean? Well, open. Means it's torn, <laughs> ripped. There's a hole in it. That well, there's a, no, there's a name for it, and, and you're absolutely right. And all, all, all ladies should actually be respected for having th- those bladder issues because if their bladder is falling out, no, that prolapse is it? That, it's a there's bladder prolapse. 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 I think that could yeah. be prolapse. It. That's the word. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Anterior prolapse. Well, yeah. if you have that, you know what? I'm proud of you because that means you probably brought a child into the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, 
That's just special. Yeah. But this is a very interesting way to start the day. But I don't think... (laughs) um, I don't know. I I don't think it's appropriate that my family talks about that constantly during the holidays. That's all I hear. My mom had the the bladder hanging out surgery. I remember it when I was a kid. She really did. My mom did too. Yeah. And now you're saying she, she also had see, the maybe little... they should talk. Maybe we should. Everybody should talk about it more. Right, but not at the Thanksgiving table is what you're saying. <laughs> he passed Just, the stuffing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah passed the stuffing. He stopped talking about really... that too. <laughs> Dude, the things I hear in this room yeah. when the microphones are yeah. not um, on. Yeah. Believe me, we have more than earned five minutes at the Thanksgiving table yeah. talking about bladders, the bladders, and perforations, oh, and all that stuff. All right. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, welcome to Friday Eve. It's Thursday. Drew, stand by with the Thursday reality check. Disney Plus is currently experiencing very slow loading speeds, with many reporting waiting 30 minutes or more to load content. All right, calm down. Ryder, people, calm down. The problem is being solved a little at a time. Now, Tuesday, when Disney Plus launched, it was crashing all over. It was yeah. having service problems, connection problems. Uh, now, Disney says that most of those were, were centered, like focused in high traffic urban areas the big cities around the country and they credit this to um exceeding their already high expectations of yeah. user ship userhood whatever you want to call it <laughs> uh people like Ryder who were up in the middle of the night waiting for it to go live yeah i was a little bummed i mean it didn't work on my playstation it didn't work on my fire stick i had to watch it on my phone man but i mean it was worth it <laughs> right well the outages are getting under control uh i guess a few places like the netherlands were completely out uh, on Tuesday, but you know the, it's it's coming around. People settle down. You'll get to your Mandalorian. You'll get to your Simpsons and mm. your Lizzie McGuire's. <laughs> I get all McGuire's. that. N- none of us are going to die from lack of Disney in the world. I understand that. But my question is, from a purely technical aspect, how did they not see that coming? Right. I mean, you have to have a certain estimate of the number of people and places on which they're going to try to get on. Yeah, well, they push such an advertising yeah. campaign right. out and they let the entire world know this was coming. You would think they would they would plan for everybody getting on on the first day. Right. What, what I think the problem, the big problem was is that they were only opening the app to the USA and a few small countries around the world and I don't think they expected the volume just from the USA Clearly. and the other countries. Like, but I they think it, should have. Oh, they really should have. This is Disney. They got the Disney money. They can get the Disney money servers. It's like Marvel putting out a new superhero movie and only putting it on 10 screens. Right? Like, come on. <laughs> it's been sold out for 10 months. Right. <laughs> just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. Well, breaking news coming down that we now have our official People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. And it's, I gotta admit, a little bit of a head scratcher here. It's John Legend. Now, yeah, he's cute and all that, but 
Sexiest man alive. Do ladies find him sexy? I don't think so, but I don't know. Maybe they do. Anyway, he was presented with a very special honor on The Voice from 2017 Sexiest Man Alive, Blake Shelton, who presented John with a pair of denim booty shorts with a a very weird word uh, in rhinestones on the back. And here's Blake explaining why the word is there. So you already came into this show with an EGOT. Yes. And then you won The Voice, so it became a V-GOT. Okay. Now, you have... A V-GOTSMA. Oh, the V-GOTSMA. Congratulations, oh buddy. A V-GOTSMA. I don't know what to say. I, I want to thank people, of course, People Magazine, but mostly I want to thank Blake Shelton because I sat next to him for the last few months and... I learned his sexy ways. Like, <laughs> I... And also, this is major earth-shattering news. Fitz, just brace yourself here. There's a very strong possibility that the long-running soap opera Days of Our Lives is going off the air. Here's why we think that. No, God! No, God, please, Word came down no! yesterday that no! the entire staff and cast were laid off and that the show is going on indefinite hiatus. Now, Chandler Massey, who plays Will Horton, got on Twitter and said, we're not canceled. We're so far ahead of schedule that we just can take a break now, and then they're going to run stuff, and you won't miss anything. And I just have never... There's no such thing. So properties film like... On, right? the, on the second, they right? Print money. So, yeah, ain't, ain't not going on. So I'm really bummed. That show's been on since 1965. There you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. Yeah. The legendary Fitz Happens. Live. Live. Fitz Happens. Live. Live. Hey, it's John Rich calling in. John you, Rich, how are you doing? You, you're dang right. It's John Rich calling in. Yeah. <laughs> dang right. Dang what? right, son. What's up, my friend? <laughs> Man, everything is awesome and rocking. How about you guys? It's good, John. Uh, listen, I get giddy when I'm talking to you. It's Fitz, by the way. Uh, and we hey, have Fitz. We have Drew and Claire. We have Ryder the Youngin. First thing I want to say, John, uh, and every time I see you, it's the coolest thing, because John Rich went to the same high school as my dad did in Amarillo, Texas. No way. I swear. <laughs> remember, that, remember that story, John? I do. Yeah, I do. So me and your dad, neither one can read, but that's okay. It's a cool story. (laughs) Tascosa High School in Amarillo, Texas. Wow. So you know what? You've done good, my friend. You've done good. Where are you right now? Uh, Right now, I'm actually in Nashville uh, and looking forward to heading your direction, actually, uh, in the next little bit, man. Not going to be too far out. We will be putting the Big and Rich show on display Yes, you will. And hey, thank you from from all of us to you on some unbelievable whiskey that was sent to us. Mm -hmm. John sent us some Redneck Riviera American blended whiskey. And each of us have prepared a quote that we'd like to (laughs) share with you on how we describe the experience when we got to suck down some of that Redneck Riviera. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Fire them away. Well, for Fitz, I say it was like, I described it as smooth honey silk. That tickled my pickle. <laughs> Drew? What? <laughs> go, go I said that it was. It had all of the wonderful flavor characteristics of a Canadian whiskey, but without that troublesome politeness. Oh, it, nice. It's yeah. Americanized. There's a little edge to it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's not nice like the Canadians, but it tastes so good. <laughs> 
<laughs> Claire, what about you whenever you took a little snort in the studio? Oh, mm, yeah, I'll take another. <laughs> okay. Hey, that's the best one. That's the best one right yeah. there. Claire got it. I'll take another. Right of the young and what you got? <laughs> oh, it was smooth. I mean, it just went down perfect. Okay, really? That's all you got wow. for John Rich? I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was great. Dang. <laughs> Those are the kind of reviews uh, I love to hear, and and I'm honestly getting that kind of feedback all over the U.S. We're now in 48 states with Redneck oh, Riviera Whiskey dang. everywhere. And one great thing I told you early on, Fitz, when, when I was putting this whiskey out, I said I'm going to give 10% of every bottle of this stuff that's sold back to the Folds of Honor, which is a group that that's right. puts – puts kids through college who lost a parent in combat fighting for our country. And, you know, I didn't know how the whiskey would do. I was hoping it would. I knew it was great. I knew I worked on it for a long time to get it to be that smooth. But you just never know. It's a lot of competition. Well, check this out. In 18 months, sales of Redneck Riviera whiskey have now funded over 60 college grants for the Folds of Honor. Look at that. That's awesome. You know what? I will drink to that. And that's the truth. (laughs) We'll all drink to that. Yeah. That is really great, John. And and when did you decide, like from a business standpoint, that you wanted to that you wanted to do whiskey? When, when did it all you know sort of come about? Well, you know, I've always been a Crown Royal guy. Oh, yeah. uh, even Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy says, "Buy the bar, double round a crown." It's always right. been my go-to. And I was thinking about that one day, going, "I've been drinking Canadian blended whiskey all these years. I wonder if there's such a thing as American blended whiskey." So I went to a few big stores. And said, hey, buddy, can you show me where your American blended whiskey is? And every time I asked them that, they would say, we don't have anything called that. And I would, like in this whole store, there's nothing called that. Not that I know of. And I realized, wow, nobody's ever come up with America's answer to Crown Royal. So I worked on it for all of 2017. My final taste tester is my 86-year-old Granny Rich, who's been (laughs) sipping whiskey since World War II. Amen. Amen. She took, she took a sip of it, looked at me with a lit Marlboro Red between her fingers and said, that might be the smoothest whiskey I ever had. <laughs> Tell America it's Granny Rich approved. And then she blew some smoke right yes. in my face. <laughs> ha- hashtag, by the way, Granny Rich approved. And I can't wait to get one, uh, John, to my dad, Green Bray Bob. He's going to straight up love a oh, sip that of Redneck. Awesome. Yes, brother. Well, you know, there were a lot of a lot of places that you can send your money, your charity dollars, you know, to help out lots of great causes. But to me, because this is an American product, even my glass is made in America, which might not sound like a big deal. All the other glass in liquor stores comes from overseas, and there's a reason because American glass costs more money. Oh, but man, that's, that I, used to be a huge own, industry here. Well, well, I own the brand. I don't endorse it. I actually own everything about Redneck Riviera. So those are my decisions to make. And I think it's one thing to say, hey, support America and American jobs. It's another when you own a company and make those decisions and say, I'll take the hit on it. I think the customers will be uh, respectful of that and go, you know what? That's a good thing John's doing. It's 100% American from the glass to the court to the juice. And I think that's a lot of reason why people, at least for the first time, will pull it off the shelf and give it a try. From the glass to the court to the juice, even, you know, to the children of the parents who serve our nation. RedneckRiviera.com slash whiskey. Thank you as always, my friend. We appreciate what you do for America. Thank you, guys. Always great to talk to you. I'll see you soon. We'll chat with you soon, brother. It happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Welcome back to the show. What's up? Uh, welcome to Thursday. Fits happens. Uh... 
Hopefully, we're trying to make today feel like a Friday. There's Drew and Claire. Right of the Youngin is right over there. Uh, say what's up to us on Facebook real quick. You can go to Facebook, search Follow Fits, and send us a direct message on Facebook. Folks, we're going to put your minds to the test right now with the wrong game. Yes. Woo! Yes, I love this I game. I enjoy the challenge of this game. Do you really? Oh, I, I'm I really not do. good at it. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, or in the car, listening on the app, you can play along with us right now. You have to get everything wrong. If you get one right, you are straight up out. Okay? Claire, you told us not too long ago that it's very important to keep the mind stimulated from from a cognitive standpoint. Yes. I believe this is a game that does it. I believe it is, too. <laughs> and yet, I'm so bad at it. <laughs> Which is why you're going to go first. Okay. Get yes. it over with. Rip off that Band-Aid. Try closing your eyes. It helps me. Okay. Here we go. No, don't give it. Why are you trying to help people? I'm a good sportsman. <laughs> yeah, don't help people, Wrong. Drew. Right. <laughs> round, round one. Claire. You can't get anything right. I know. How many colors are in a rainbow? Yes. Ah, you're ah, out. No. Yeah, Boom. That is, that's just like a, that's like saying Rocky Mountains. Yeah, but there's no answer to that question. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if there's an answer to that. How many colors are in the rainbow? Infinity. No, there it's is the no, primary colors. No, there's primary colors no, in the rainbow. No, 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 no. Physics Google would say there's Google an unlimited Google number there are only of colors. We ain't talking physics. How dare you question <laughs> the wrong thing. I know how many there are. There's seven. <laughs> But there Just are because in- you got it wrong and eliminated yourself instantly. My answer was right. It you're is very yes. angry. Every color is in the rainbow. <laughs> Drew, are you ready? <laughs> Until your answer's right, that f- therefore answer- you're wrong anyway. Oh, good oh, point. Yeah. Oh, so you Drew. beat yourself. No. <laughs> Drew Google was it. right it'll, about why I'm right get, and wrong. Google it. It'll tell you how many colors are in a rainbow. Yeah, seven. But Bingo. that's not right. It is absolutely correct. It's science. <laughs> it's science that it's not right. Hey, that's science, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's science, bro. That's science, bro. Drew. Yes. Round two begins now. Okay. What do you find a lot of in a dessert? Carrots. Uh, well, carrot cake is a dessert. You take a little too much time for that, too. And you're shutting your eyes. It's really, you're ruining the game. Carrot cake <laughs> is a dessert. So I I think he was right. Therefore, wrong. <laughs> you Come just on. snitched on Drew. Well, he, yeah. <laughs> he isn't, you're right. Yeah. He Come was on. correct. You're out. Carrot Vegetable, cake. Carrot cake. Sort of. Yep. All right. You're out. I'm just saying. Game's cutthroat now. <laughs> right of the youngin. Mm-hmm. Scotch comes from which country? Um, Jerusalem. Google it. I'm <laughs> 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 gonna give him a pass on that one. Right. Ryder, what did X-ray show us? A uh, bone. Oh no! Oh! <laughs> I got one. I got one. Oh. You got one. All right. Thanks for playing the wrong game with us. Welcome to the Fitz Show. <laughs> This is the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Mark Williamson, he's an offensive lineman for William and Mary University. That's in Virginia. And it was about three years ago that he signed up to donate bone marrow in case he ever matched with anybody who needed it. And it turned out that he was a perfect match with an 18-year-old kid in Ohio named Rusty Plemons, who was battling leukemia. So Mark decided to donate, even though it put his whole football career in jeopardy. And now they have both fully recovered, and they met for the first time just last Friday when Rusty showed up to one of his practices. Wow. Wow. You think it's a death sentence when you get told you have cancer. Two years after coming to William Mary, I matched with a boy that was 18 years old that was fighting for his life. When I first got diagnosed, I was always worried about dying, but after I found out I had a 10 out of 10 match and they kept talking about how rare it is, I, I don't think I had any more worries. This angel right here saved my baby. 
not happy with not being here. I lost my best friend when I was 18, and life just came full circle and gave me the opportunity to help an 18-year-old boy fighting for his life. It's the biggest honor I've ever been given, and it's going to be the biggest honor that I am ever given in life, and I'm looking forward to see him do great things. One, two, three. Ah! Wow. Wow. And that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Every day, Fitch happens. It's all jacked up. You know those things we do when we're all alone? You know? Yeah. That we don't really talk about and tell other people in fear that they might look at us and say, Man, what? Are you all jacked up? I'm all jacked up. All jacked up. Those are the things we want you to tell us right now. This is okay. This is. It's no problem to tell us how jacked up you are right now. This is where we connect. Is. We all have so much in common during this segment. Yeah. Everyone's jacked up. Yeah. Claire, what about you? You want to begin? Yeah, okay. So, you know how uh, when women go to the bathroom, they usually go in pairs or groups and we talk, 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 talk. Okay. But men in the bathroom don't talk to each other. Oh, That's no. like Strictly a no, no talk zone. Right. Well, <laughs> lately I've been doing this thing here at work uh, because the bathrooms are, are across from one another or when you come off the elevator. When I see a guy come out of the restroom. I'm like you like, and I did today? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> right. Now, with you, it's different because I know more about you than I need to know. But like the sales guys like Doug and Michael, oh uh, my God, the look on their face when yeah. someone has recognized them coming out of the men's room, it's my it's new, like my new favorite sport. That's amazing. It's like a walk of shame for both of us, though. It's like there's something so wrong about that we go to the bathroom and we're all ashamed to, see, uh, to let other people see us going in or out of a bathroom. The question is why? Well, and yes, you are all jacked up. Thank you. All jacked up. <laughs> all jacked up. Stop doing it. Hey, does this make me jacked up? Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm a picker my entire life. My, my, you know, my wife is always telling me, God, you just pick and you just dig in your skin. Like, oh, like if I feel something, like a, a pimple stuff? or something, yeah. you know, I'll just pick and I'll dig. And even though, like, I'll know personally that I got most of, of the stuff out of whatever, you know, after squeezing it, I will still beg my wife to squeeze until mentally I feel like there's nothing there anymore. And, and that causes, a, obviously, a little sore sometimes. Yeah. Does yes. that make me all jacked up? Yes, it, it does. Really Leave really yourself does. alone. Yeah. Wow. Leave your skin alone. Yeah, that's bad. All jacked up. I'm jacked up too. And my wife is really jacked up. <laughs> Fitz happens live. This is Fitz territory. Fitz happens live. 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 Alex, go ahead. All right. Uh, I love drinking orange juice immediately after brushing my teeth. Hey. Oh, oh, God. You just, what, you just what? want that sensation of... Gross? That yeah. damn feeling. It's like, it's a taste. It's weird. The mixture of toothpaste with the orange yeah, it juice is. just does something. But you know what? Uh, <laughs> I, I have found, like, when I was, like, you know, trying to eat real, real good and stuff, and, I, and if I tried to prevent myself from eating in the later hours, if you brush your teeth earlier... You're not going to want to have a meal or, or, or anything to drink afterwards because you don't want to get that ridiculous toothpaste sort of taste. Yeah. So brush your teeth earlier in the night, and you're not going to have that extra night meal. I don't have that. Well, problem. not Alex here. He's going to yeah. if he brushes his <laughs> oh, teeth. He want to be drinking some OJ. Yeah, I just need that orange juice right after. All right, you're yeah. so jacked up. Samantha, go ahead. Okay. Um, sometimes when I meet a new person, I imagine 
that they might be some sort of criminal, and what would I describe them to the police? Does <laughs> 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 that make me all jacked up? Yes. That's a good exercise. So, yeah. so what, you need it. what does she say in the beginning? Well, when you meet a new person, you like, oh, Fitz, yeah, he's six one with sandy blonde hair oh and gosh. kind of a scruffy beard, and he has a tattoo on his right arm. Right. <laughs> So basically, you're trying to figure out the the, the sketch. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because yeah. you had to describe him. Medium-filled, round face. <laughs> that is so petrifying. It's, never, it's always like a normal person. So what if, <laughs> what if they're the person? You are so jacked up. <laughs> so jacked up. Uh, let's go to Austin. Austin, what about you? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Well, oh, yeah. I, this, is, this has been a thing that's been uh, kind of... Lingering with me as a kid, but I love that sensation, especially when you get like a Christmas present. But now in my older age, when I get a nice package from Amazon, I get all jacked up, ripping that box open without any box cutters or scissors. I just use my hands. I use my meat hooks, and I tear that thing right open. It gets me all jacked up. <laughs> I think you just answered your own question. So, so you're a grown man who just, you know, gets giddy when he sees little packages arrive. Rips them open. Oh yeah, I just, I just, I just tear, right, I tear the top right off. There's, there's no way this poor box is going to be recycled or used for anything after I'm done with it. <laughs> oh no, Edward Scissorfingers or whatever. <laughs> you are so jacked up. All jacked up. This is Fitz Happens live. Fitz Happens live. Uh oh. Oh, Uh-oh. oh mercy, guys! What? It's a dad joke. A real bad joke. Because dad, your jokes are the worst. Thanks to everybody sending me amazing dad jokes. Uh, you know what? I'm allowed to do dad jokes because I'm a daddy, and I joke. Every morning at breakfast, I tell my family that I'm going for a jog, and then I don't. It's my longest running joke of the year. Took a second, but wow. I am so excited. Uh, you know, Drew told me a long time ago he was watching like Good Morning America and what they were saying about dad jokes, how dad jokes really make people happy. Mm-hmm. It says it helps to bond children and their dads. And Merriam-Webster just announced the 533 new words they're adding to the dictionary. And guess what? Mm. I like to actually think that I have something to do with this. Dad joke is one of them. Oh, no way. Really? For real. Why are Irish bankers so successful? Why? Because their capital's always Dublin. <sighs> wow. A real bad joke. <laughs> because dad, your jokes are the worst. The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, welcome to Friday Eve. 
It's Thursday. Drew, standing by with the Thursday reality check. Disney Plus is currently experiencing very slow loading speeds, with many reporting waiting 30 minutes or more to load content. All right, calm down. Ryder, people, calm down. The problem is being solved a little at a time. Now, Tuesday, when Disney Plus launched, it was crashing all over. It was yeah. having service problems, connection problems. Uh, now, Disney says that most of those were were centered, like focused in high traffic urban areas, the big cities around the country, and they credit this to um, exceeding their already high expectations of yeah. user, usership, userhood, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> uh, people like Ryder who were up in the middle of the night waiting for it to go live. Yeah, I was a little bummed. I mean, it didn't work on my PlayStation. It didn't work on my Fire Stick. I had to watch it on my phone, man, but I mean, it was worth it. <laughs> right. Well, the outages are getting under control. Uh, I guess a few places like the Netherlands were completely out. Uh, on Tuesday, but you know the, it's it's coming around. People settle down. You'll get to your Mandalorian. You'll get to your Simpsons and your Lizzie McGuire's. <laughs> I get Lizzie all McGuire's. that. N- none of us are going to die from lack of Disney in the world. I understand that. But my question is, from a purely technical aspect, how did they not see that coming? Right. I mean, you have to have a certain estimate of the number of people and places on which they're going to try to get on. Yeah, well, they push such an advertising yeah. campaign right. out and they let the entire world know this was coming. You would think they would they would plan for everybody getting on on the first day. Right. Well, what I think the problem, the big problem was is that they were only opening the app to the USA and a few small countries around the world. And I don't think they expected the volume just from the USA Clearly. and the other countries. But like, I they think it, should have. Oh, they really should have. This is Disney. They got the Disney money. They can get the Disney money servers. It's like Marvel putting out a new superhero movie and only putting it on 10 screens. Right? Like, come on. <laughs> it's been sold out for 10 months. Right. <laughs> just letting you know, it's The Fit Show. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. What's your name? What's your sign? What's your birthday? What's your wrist tattoo? Bible verse Tell me this, do you kiss on the first day? Don't hold anything down. Welcome back to the show on Instagram. Say hello, follow Fitz with a Z. That's follow Fitz. There is Drew. There is Claire. Right of the youngin is right there. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm uh, I kind of had my feelings hurt by Drew. Oh, this song, uh, you know, the Chris Lane. Don't know about you. Oh yeah, yeah I love that what's one. What's your name? What's your name? What's, what's your birthday? birthday? What's, what's your, your Bible? Two Bible verse. That's it. Ah. I had mentioned in the break room uh, just minutes ago that I think I wanted to get uh, my favorite Bible verse tattoo on my wrist, and that's when the well bullying started. Well, what? What? It, I, it, it's good. I'm giving you common sense. It's good sense. I'm just trying to <laughs> clear your ah. foggy thought. Just because you don't decorate or have the manger scene at your house during Christmas doesn't mean you need to be mad at me for wanting to get a Bible verse tattoo. Claire's Jewish. She's not mad at me. Right. I, it's not. I'm not mad at you. I'm just trying to talk some sense into you because a you're you're a little old for first tattoos. I think no, you've made not. it through the Excuse door and you can Wow, me. you're starting no off great, Drew. Yeah. Well, I, I'm 39 plus 2. Yeah. Yeah. These days it's a rare thing to have a a completely untouched body. I think that's a, a that's more unique. And and So you like my those... are you saying you like my body untouched? Yes. Right. Just the way it is. <laughs> Will you paint me like one of your French girls? <laughs> and <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> You're not helping. You're really not helping, Drew. We're getting to the root of the issue. He right. wants my body untouched. Yes. I love you. Do you if think I have a body like a back road? Uh, no. 
You must and, be clean. And the other thing I was I was trying to tell you is- My body's turning into a speed bump. People, <laughs> go ahead. People get those little verses and things written on it that they feel good about at the time they get them, but they get them written in like handwriting sized right. script. That is going to blur and look like an un- illegible blob in a, just you a just matter don't. of years. First of all, let's just get real here. You don't like it because it's a Bible verse. That's a. not true. And it's not like I'm trying to uh, go to Instagram and get a motivational quote and put on there. This is one of my favorite Bible verses, and I do have a few. What about this, Drew? Mm-hmm. What if instead of like trying to scribe out the whole thing, what if he just like tattooed the chapter and verse, right, the numbers, so that it would mean something to him because he would know exactly what that was, I but think it it's more big fa- and not fake. I think it's more like, uh, I think maybe he's seriously having an issue with the fact that I'm wanting to get a tattoo. Yeah, maybe. see, that's what, I, that's what I'm getting uh, That's at. I'm really, to... that is, that's the question. Yeah, if you told me you wanted your favorite movie quote, I'd say the same thing. Why? Don't you have it. a tattoo on your back. It says United States Marine Corps, right? right. Why yeah. can't I have my favorite Bible verse? Well, I got it when I was 20, right. I think, maybe. Yeah, Do you 20. regret it? No. Oh, but it doesn't look as good as it used to. What's but that it's tattoo? something you're super dedicated he, he, to. He got it on the top of a back, on his back, but now it's by his butt. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> and that's why you learn from my mistakes. All right. Hey, you make the call here. We'd love to hear from you. What should I do in this situation? You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The Fit Show. Uh, Claire and Drew, uh, they, they've had the, uh, really the luxury of watching an unbelievable country music documentary called Country Music by award-winning filmmaker and documentary dude Ken Burns. And Claire, you kind of walked us through part one of country music where we were learning about, God, Hank Williams? The early yeah, history. The early, early history about yeah. how Hank Williams lived a hard life, died at the age of like, what, 28 years old? 29. 29 years Mm -hmm. old. Mm -hmm. Um, So take us into part two of this amazing Mm -hmm. documentary of country music. I want to focus now on, uh, I I learned so much about people I didn't know much about. So when I think Willie Nelson, I think awesome, long-haired stoner, uh, famous for pot, you know, singer, songwriter, and he sang like to all the girls I loved before and a bunch of great Texas songs, right? Okay. Oh, dear Lord, is there so much more to Willie Nelson mm-hmm. that anybody has any idea. Mm-hmm. He first comes on the scene at the age of 15 in the 1940s as a club promoter. 15 years old 15. in Texas, trying to get these, what was then becoming honky-tonk and all that kind of stuff, into his bars and loving this music. And then he starts kind of playing along with them just to kind of like help out because they might need extra people. He becomes a songwriter. He does move to Nashville. There's this place called Tootsie's that is very yes, famous. Yes, still there today. Uh, yeah, where where the songwriters it. used to hang out. Here's how songwriting worked, and this is just heartbreaking. You would sell your song to somebody for a set amount, like let's say $500, and they would go make however many thousands of dollars on it, but that's all you got was the $500. Yeah. So, you know, if you sold your rights. If you sold yeah. your rights, right? And a lot of these young guys were so hungry and just needed to make next month's rent, that they would just sell the $500. To survive in Nashville. Well, Willie had this song. One day he was sitting in his apartment and he was kind of lonely and bored and he was looking around at the walls and the ceiling and all that stuff. And he wrote this song called Hello Walls. And when he brought it into Tootsie's to to see, show the other songwriters, they all laughed and they said, that's the dumbest song I ever heard. But there was this guy who was a singer named Fair and Young in 1961 who thought it was a really good song. So what he did, and he was already fairly successful, was he gave Willie $400 and said, hold that song don't give it to anybody else, and I will record it when I get a chance. So Willie hung on to the song, and about a year and a half later, Farron Young recorded it and made $20,000. And what was the song? Hello Walls. Hello Walls. Yes. Drew? Well, 
interesting, uh, right before that, Willie had written two of the biggest hits to that time. And each of them, when he was broke, he sold for $200. Yeah. Uh, he sold his publishing rights to $200. And both those songs went on to sell hundreds of thousands of records. Hundreds of thousands. But he was broke again, and he was going to sell them all. How things go for you today? Don't you miss her? Hello, walls. Right, sitting alone in his room. Yep, 1961. Wow. But what's right? really interesting, interesting is that Willie Nelson basically abandoned Nashville because it chewed him up and spit him out. Yes. And he went back to Texas. Right, and that's which, where he which made really, his career. That's where he became a superstar. Right. In which you know a lot of right? people know that there's sort of still to this day there is a rivalry between Texas country. In Nashville. Absolutely. You know, still to this day. One more Willie factoid I need yeah. to throw out to you. Once he became successful and could do whatever he wanted, he made a record of standards, like American musical standards called Stardust. That was on the chart charts for 500 weeks. Nine years. What about yeah. oh, that oh, album wait. So was he beat, on the charts. So he beat Lil Nas X, Old Town Road? He... <laughs> <laughs> Hold, I hold do believe Willie is the original record holder. Yeah, the, the best part is his producer. When wow. he, when he turned that in, his producer says uh, the the uh, the label hated it again. They said, "And then what are you going to do?" He said, "Well, we'll just publish it. Just it'll do poorly, and that'll teach him." And it went on to be one of the greatest yeah. solo albums of all time. <laughs> all right, uh, we're going to continue our, our lessons on country music. If you have a chance, watch the documentary "Country Music" with Ken Burns. It's so amazing. The Fit Show. And now, and now, now, now it's time for your. Why are you kidding? Stories of the day. I am here standing by any day, work or play. Your boy Fitz is going to be there for you right away. I'm going to kick it off with a very exclusive what the Florida story. (laughs) Church is where you make it. There is a church in Florida. They needed to expand. So they bought what? Drew guesses. Fast food joint next door. Absolutely incorrect. Claire? A Walmart. That is incorrect, Claire. Didn't buy a Walmart. Good idea, though. Uh, right or the youngin? Replica of Noah's Ark. Even better idea, right? There, yeah. There is one, by the way. There oh, is. Yeah, yeah, it's in Arkansas, think, right? Arkansas? It might be Arkansas, yeah. Or Branson, or Missouri? Or it's one of those places, yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Branson. Look <laughs> yeah. at the Ark, kids. <laughs> no, they bought a strip club. <laughs> which, which they're going to convert into a 700-seat sanctuary. And it's a big strip club. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Here's the it's a lot of square footage. Here's the pastor talking about it. I believe that God is opening up some doors that a 20-month-old church can't open by themselves. I don't mind being in a building that was a strip club any more than I mind somebody walking in our doors that had at one time in their life been a stripper. We believe that we can bring hope and healing to any location. That's what we're trying to do. The people that call New Sound Church home are overwhelmingly excited about the idea of being able to take a space like this and see God do something amazing in it. I agree with them. Hmm. Everybody's welcome, except they're going to have to change the soundtrack from this. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people have seen a lot of amazing things in that building. I'm just picturing the architect going through, huh, are these poles load-bearing? Yeah, sorry, we wanted to take these brass poles out. Turns out they're holding up this section of the roof, so we're going to have to work around them. They're going to have to stay. Right over there is where we're going to put the organ player. (laughs) By those poles. They already have the tip bucket here. Uh, Pastor Todd, Pastor Todd to stage two, please. Pastor Todd, stage two. Are you really, don't do your Pastor Todd impersonation. I was was sending him to stage two. The the DJ was letting him know he was needed. Drew has his uh, impersonation of of, uh, like a bunch of youth ministers 
And he says that every, he calls him Pastor Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Do your Pastor Todd. Well, Pastor Todd's just really enthusiastic. You know, mm. he's like, hey, man, you know, me and JC, love you, JC. You know, we're just here to tell you, it's all cool. You know, you don't get down. Look, check me out. I got tattoos. See this sleeve of tattoos? <laughs> Jesus yeah. doesn't care about that. Jesus is cool with that. As long as yeah. it makes me happy, it makes the Lord happy. What about the highlights? Yeah. Pastor Todd have frosted Pastor tips. Pastor Todd always has frosted tips. <laughs> he's got frosted tips. I see Pastor Todd as having frosted tips. Yep, he's wearing shoes with yeah. no socks. He's got to be down with the homies, you he's know? Got a sleeve. Got to connect. All right, uh, anyway, Pastor Todd, if that's you, we, I love what you're doing. Page two. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Out of, <laughs> out of Dallas, ladies and gentlemen, back to bed, folks. Back to bed. This. Yeah, y'all better get ready for this one. Let me just get my computer ready. Police in Dallas have charged 72-year-old James Meyer with murder after he told them he fired at a fleeing burglar and then just went back to bed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You seem like a very Wait, a dream. murder? He told officers that after hearing a noise around 5 a.m. last Thursday, he saw somebody with a pickaxe trying to break into a storage shed, so he goes outside with the gun and you know, fires a couple of shots, not thinking he, he would hit him in the night. Well, he did. After he started shooting outside, he went back to bed, went night-night. Next morning, they found a dead body in his front yard. Ooh. He had shot the gentleman. Oh. And they're currently, you know, trying to work that out right now. It was just a back what? porch pop. I didn't think it hit anyone. Was it he not on his go, property? You just can't go out, you know. Yeah, you can't First of all, that. if somebody is running away from your house and out of your yard, I don't even know the rules on that. Uh-huh. But I, the last time I checked, you can't chase after them trying to shoot. No. Or even fire yeah. random shots at 4 a.m. just because you heard a noise on your back porch. This guy is yeah, one cool really customer. You'll yeah, go I think out, it has to be light. Kill an intruder, go back to bed. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. That's pretty I mean, chill. Like, that's that's really uh, low blood pressure to like not be like, bam, bam, bam. Or he okay. knew it and went, well, no. I'm going to go sleep in my bed no. for the last, last time. Last had a good sleep again for a while. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's like, still got it. <laughs> You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Well, breaking news coming down that we now have our official People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. And it's, I gotta admit, a little bit of a head scratcher here. It's John Legend. Now, yeah, he's cute and all that, but Sexiest Man Alive? Do ladies find him sexy? I don't think so, but I don't know. Maybe they do. Anyway, he was presented with a very special honor on The Voice from 2017 Sexiest Man Alive, Blake Shelton, who presented John with a pair of denim booty shorts with a a very weird word uh, in rhinestones on the back. And here's Blake explaining why the word is there. So you already came into this show with an EGOT. Yes. And then you won The Voice, so it became a V-GOT. Okay. Now, you have a V-GOTSMA. Oh, the V-GOTSMA. Congratulations, oh buddy. A V-GOTSMA. I don't know what to say. I, I want to thank people, of course, People Magazine, but mostly I want to thank Blake Shelton because I sat next to him for the last few months and... I learned his sexy ways. Like, <laughs> I... And also, this is major earth-shattering news. Fitz, just brace yourself here. There's a very strong possibility that the long-running soap opera Days of Our Lives is going off the air. Here's why we think that. No, God! No, God, Word please, no! Word came down yesterday that no! the entire staff and cast were laid off 
and that the show is going on indefinite hiatus. Now, Chandler Massey, who plays Will Horton, got on Twitter and said, we're not canceled. We're so far ahead of schedule that we just can take a break now and then they're going to run stuff and you won't miss anything. And I just have never, there's no such thing. So proper's film like... On, right? the, on the second, they right? Print money. So, yeah, ain't ain't not going on. So I'm really bummed. That show's been on since 1965. There you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. Yeah. The legendary Fitz Happens. Live. Live. Fitz Happens. Live. 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 Hey, it's John Rich calling in. John you, Rich, how are you doing? You, you're dang right it's John Rich calling in. Yeah. <laughs> dang right. Dang what? right, son. What's up, my friend? <laughs> Man, everything is awesome and rocking. How about you guys? It's good, John. Uh, listen, I get giddy when I'm talking to you. It's Fitz, by the way. Uh, and we hey, have Fitz. We have Drew and Claire. We have Ryder the Youngin. First thing I want to say, John, and every time I see you, it's the coolest thing, because John Rich went to the same high school as my dad did in Amarillo, Texas. No way. I swear. <laughs> remember, that, remember that story, John? I do. Yeah, I do. So me and your dad, neither one can read, but that's okay. It's a cool story. <laughs> Tascosa High School in Amarillo, Texas. Wow. So, man, you know what? You've done good, my friend. You've done good. Where are you right now? Uh, right now, I'm actually in Nashville uh, and looking forward to heading your direction, actually. Uh, in the next little bit, man, not going to be too far out. We will be putting the Big and Rich show on display Yes, you will. And hey, thank you from from all of us to you on some unbelievable whiskey that was sent to us. Mm -hmm. John sent us some Redneck Riviera American blended whiskey. And each of us have prepared a quote that we'd like to (laughs) share with you on how we describe the experience when we got to suck down some of that Redneck Riviera. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Fire them away. Well, for Fitz, I say it was like, I described it as smooth honey silk. That tickled my pickle. <laughs> Drew? What? <laughs> go, go I said that it was. It had all of the wonderful flavor characteristics of a Canadian whiskey, but without that troublesome politeness. Oh, it, nice. It's yeah. Americanized. There's a little edge to it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's not nice like the Canadians, but it tastes so good. <laughs> Claire, what about you whenever you took a little snort in the studio? Oh, mm, yeah, I'll take another. <laughs> okay, hey, that's the best one. That's the best one right yeah. there. Claire got it. I'll take another. Right of the young and what you got? <laughs> oh, it was smooth. I mean, it just went down perfect. Okay, really? That's all you got, wow. for John Rich? I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was great. Dang, <laughs> those are the kind of reviews uh, I love to hear, and and I'm honestly getting that kind of feedback all over the U.S. We're now in 48 states with Redneck oh, Riviera whiskey dang. everywhere, and. One great thing I told you early on, Fitz, when, when I was putting this whiskey out, I said, I'm going to give 10% of every bottle of this stuff that's sold back to the Folds of Honor, which is a group that that's right. puts, puts kids through college who lost a parent in combat fighting for our country. And, you know, I didn't know how the whiskey would do. I was hoping it would. I knew it was great. I knew I worked on it for a long time to get it to be that smooth. But you just never know. It's a lot of competition. Well, check this out. In 18 months... Sales of Redneck Riviera whiskey have now funded over 60 college grants for the Folds of Honor. Look Whoa. at that. That's awesome. That was... I, you know what? I will drink to that, and that's yeah. the truth. <laughs> we'll all drink to that. Yeah. That is really yeah. great, John. Cool.
And and when did you decide, like from a business standpoint, that you wanted to that you wanted to do whiskey? When did it all you know sort of come about? Well, you know, I've always been a Crown Royal guy. Oh, yeah. uh, even Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy says, "Buy the bar, double round a crown." It's always right. been my go-to. And I was thinking about that one day, going, "I've been drinking Canadian blended whiskey all these years. I wonder if there's such a thing as American blended whiskey." So I went to a few big stores and said, "Hey, buddy, can you show me where your American blended whiskey is?" And every time I asked them that, they would say, "We don't have anything called that." And I would, I, I, like in this whole store, there's nothing called that. Not that I know of. And I realized, wow, nobody's ever come up with America's answer to Crown Royal. So I worked on it for all of 2017. My final taste tester is my 86-year-old Granny Rich, who's been <laughs> sipping whiskey since World War II. <laughs> Amen. And, Amen. She, she, took, she took a sip of it, looked at me with a lit Marlboro Red between her fingers and said, that might be the smoothest whiskey I ever had. <laughs> Tell America it's Granny Rich approved. And then she blew some smoke right yes. in my face. <laughs> ha- hashtag, by the way, Granny Rich approved. And I can't wait to get one, uh, John, to my dad, Green Bray Bob. He's going to straight up love a oh, sip that of Redneck. Awesome. Yes, brother. Well, you know, there were a lot of a lot of places that you can send your money, your charity dollars, you know, to help out lots of great causes. But to me, because this is an American product, even my glass is made in America, which might not sound like a big deal. All the other glass in liquor stores comes from overseas, and there's a reason because American glass costs more money. Oh, but man, that's, that I, used to be a huge own, industry here. Well, well, I own the brand. I don't endorse it. I actually own everything about Redneck Riviera. So those are my decisions to make. And I think it's one thing to say, hey, support America and American jobs. It's another when you own a company and make those decisions and say, I'll take the hit on it. I think the customers will be uh, respectful of that and go, you know what? That's a good thing John's doing. It's 100% American from the glass to the court to the juice. And I think that's a lot of reason why people, at least for the first time, will pull it off the shelf and give it a try. From the glass to the court to the juice, even you know to the children of the parents who serve our nation. RedneckRiviera.com slash whiskey. Thank you as always, my friend. We appreciate what you do for America. Thank you, guys. Always great to talk to you. I'll see you soon. We'll chat with you soon, brother. It happens live. What have we learned today? Let us know what you picked up from the show. I learned that we have the most loyal listeners on radio and that... They stay in touch with us and interact with us like every single minute during this show, both on air and online and social media. What is up? Hey. All right. All right. Uh, hey, Drew, what have we learned today? Just when you think you know uh, how people work and that there's commonalities that we all share, I found out during All Jacked Up today that there is one and probably only one human being on earth who likes the taste of orange juice after brushing his teeth. That was the weirdest thing. <laughs> this weirdest <laughs> name is Alex. That was Sorry, the weirdest Alex. thing. Claire, what have we learned today? I learned about an amazing, selfless college student on the east coast who gave bone marrow to match to a little boy in ohio who needed it yep i just love that that is not easy bone marrow is not something you just like squeeze out you have to go it, in your hip right they do some digging to yeah. get that Real. out it's yeah. painful and it's time consuming and it's dangerous and uh, people do it out of love don't they kid a football player who mm-hmm. who could have sacrificed a lot to do that wow right of the youngin how you doing over there buddy oh Today on the show, I learned that I've been talking to women wrong my entire life. Mm-hmm. You're talking about what you what Wait, you said to your... You just learned that today. Yeah, I learned today. You're talking about what you said to her, uh, her granny. You call her granny flappy arms. Why don't you go and tell everybody I what you called her? Say, I didn't call you her You called flappy. her granny flappy arms. I didn't know she was standing there when I said it. Oh, come on. I really didn't. 
But I, I've always been amazed, even with my gra- my grannies, flappy arms, they're dead now. But I remember s- squeezing on them and the softness and the comfort that I felt when I squeezed those little, you know, the back part. Mm-hmm. So yeah. soft. You okay, Drew? Weird it's okay to is. enjoy yeah. the soft and the comfort. Stop talking yeah. about Don't it. talk about it. Yes. <laughs> I gotta go. Well, I learned today how to talk to women a little bit better. So, yeah. thanks. What I would give to have one of those little things just draping across me at night now. Oh, my gosh. Maybe you can hire an old lady to do that. <laughs> Just give it like They 30. have those old, old lady cuddle houses. I think they actually do. You yeah. think you're kidding, but you're not. Just give it like 35, 40 years, right? What do you mean? You're trying to say that my <gasps> wife is going to have flappy arms? No. You do not know how to talk to women, Ryder. Oh, you didn't learn anything. I'm saying that I can't believe you said that. I know I ain't. I, sure? I just hope she's not listening because right. you're dead. Dude, oh, it's I was over for you. You just straight up said my wife is going to have flappy I arms. I know. Wow. Let's just, I, I guess I learned nothing. Let's go for it. That's enough. The mouth from the south. He did. I'm leaving the room She's right gonna now. She's going to beat you. You're done. <laughs> Back to school, She's going to beat you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, we'll see you tomorrow. I'm going to call Bethany. No. I'm telling. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm Ryder the Youngin. Don't tell her. Think She's big. Because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody. Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.